The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liber- liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, uh, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. And uh, seem to be having some trouble with uh, the stream this morning for some reason. I don't know why that is, but uh, we're boy, we're we're dropping some frame rates here. So I apologize for that, folks. Just hang in there with us uh, during this, and maybe things will pick up. I don't know what the problem is, but uh, something has just robbed us of a lot of bandwidth, and that must be on our stream servers. Um, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so: sonsoflibertyradio.com and sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you want to catch the video portion of the show, hopefully it's going to hold up here, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, and you'll see us going live right there on the right side of the page. You can also check out uh, that video feed on uh, my Twitter account, FPPTim, FPPTim on Twitter. We're on Periscope and Twitch at Setting Brush Fires. Our Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. We've still got a couple of days to go on our 14-day ban, but we are streaming over at Setting Brush Fires on YouTube. And then also BeforeIt'sNews.com. We're right there on the front page uh, going live on Before It's News. And then DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. The Sons of Liberty on DLive.TV. And then you can catch us also on Spreely Gab, MeWe Minds, and USA.Life at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. And if you'd like to call in anytime, you can do so. 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. Love to hear from you guys. If you've got a comment or a question for a guest, uh, we'll be bringing him up here shortly. What I want to do here before we move on, uh, it looks like we've built up our bandwidth a little bit, so that's good. Actually, it's pretty high right now, so that's great. Uh, but it's fluctuating a lot, so that may be on Restream's pro, uh, part, guys, you guys who are watching the video portion. What I want to do is I've got a short three- or four-minute uh, video here from our health and wellness expert, Kate Shimarani. Uh, she sent it to me yesterday. This is what's going on in the UK now. We're getting to the point where men are threatening to punch women in the face for not wearing masks. Okay? Listen to what she had to say. Hey, Health Seekers, Kate Shimarani here, natural nurse in a toxic world. So yesterday I was in my local Uckfield Tesco supermarket putting my, my stuff through the checkout, chatting to the woman. I've been going there for 18 years. I know most of the stuff. Uh, they know me because of uh, local radio and all my children going in there. 
And a member of the public came up to me and said, why are you not wearing a mask? And I said, well, I'm exempt and I don't need to disclose that to you. He got really aggressive, started demanding I tell him. And I said, sir, that's personal. I don't ask you if you're wearing underpants. Uh, then a, 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 another member of the public that's standing behind me in the queue started effing and uh, blinding as to why I wasn't wearing a mask. I said, do, you know, do you need to wear that use that language with me? And it's actually harassment it's against the law, what you're doing. Then a member of staff who was at the checkout, a couple of bays down, walked over to me, a big man who I've known for a long time. And he said, yes, why aren't you wearing a mask? And I said, well, actually, sir, I'm exempt. And under Tesco policy, you should know that you're not allowed to question me on that. And he said, yes, we are. Why aren't you wearing a mask? And I said, I don't need to tell you I'm exempt. Why are you? What are you exempt with? I just turned away as he walked away, he said to another member of staff, I'm going to punch her in the face. I heard him. I turned around and said, excuse me, sir, did you just threaten me? He said, yes, I did. So I then put all my stuff in the trolley, went to walk out, went and asked for his name. Other members of staff joined in. The other member of the public who'd been swearing joined in. I went to the security guard and asked to speak to the store manager, at which point another member of staff decided to join in. I asked her to mind her own business and I was waiting to speak to the store manager. Store manager came, who was an acting store manager, was quite horrified. Uh, I've now reported it online to the police as a crime, also to Tesco head office. I will also be uh, pursuing both the store and the gentleman involved under the Equalities Act. This reminds me of Nazi Germany, where first of all, the Jews were persecuted in the street verbally, then physically, and they were indeed killed and people looked on. Now, the yellow star of David used to be the way that we, uh, that people were identified and now it's if you're not wearing a mask, you're identified as either a dissident or somebody who's not following the narrative. Uh, this is against the law. It's against our rights. And tyranny is afoot. Now, Cressida Dick, she abused her police powers and privileges. Criminal Justice Act 2015, Part 1, 26-2, abuse of police powers and privileges carries up to 14 years imprisonment. On camera, she actually stated that the public should shame other members of the public who aren't wearing a mask. I would insist that everybody reports her to the police. You can do it online. This is actually inciting bullying and indeed it's inciting violence. Now, I myself have now been threatened by a grown man, much bigger than me. I'm eight and a half stone with punching me in the face and no one really came to my aid. Um, the security guard was indeed lovely and wanted to walk me to my car and I let him. He was a Christian. He told me that these incidents of verbal abuse and violence are escalating in the store. So folks, I'll leave you with that. Peace to everyone and have a good day. All right, uh, that, was what, uh, that was what she had dropped to me um, yesterday. And so I wanted to share that with the audience because the story actually reminds me of uh, what took place not just in Nazi Germany, but also in Hungary. And there were several people, you can watch the interviews with some of the people who survived uh, the Hungary invasion of Nazi Germany, uh, of the Nazis there. And one of the things is they started talking about the people turning on them overnight, people who were friends, literally turning on them overnight, um, you know, egging on the, uh, the guys coming in to take them out of their house, to take their stuff, to take them away. And so this is why it's very important, no matter what nation you're in, whether it's the UK, whether it's uh, South, Carol uh, South Carolina, look, I still see South Carolina as my sovereign country. I'm a 
citizen of South Carolina, that's how I see myself. Uh, whatever state you're in or country you're in, it's important that you stand up. You know, Hannah, if it's boring, why don't you just move along? If you got a problem, just move along. You're boring. <laughs> uh, anyway, in any case, we're back to Pizzagate this morning, and uh, my guest again is Sean Argyle. Uh, he runs the YouTube channel Sean Speaks. And we've had him on the past couple of days. We're going to try to cover a bunch this morning, but he said we might need one more day. But if we do, we're going to have to push it to the end of the week because uh, we've got Dr. Carrie Medej coming on tomorrow, and uh, she'll be spending time with us to speak about the vaccines and the things that she's uncovered and has been given information out. So with that said, good morning, Sean. Welcome back to the Sons of Liberty. Good morning, Tim. Thank you for having me on again. It's always a pleasure. Yep, it's great to have you on, and I'm hoping that probably we get to uh, bring you on, you know, on some other segments. And I don't know why this didn't come up properly, but uh, we'll, I'll have to fix that and sort that out while you're talking. Um, no we want to we want to pick up today. We're going to pick up this um, the guy from Comet Pizza, and then the connection with this uh, Marina Abramovic uh, in the mm -hmm. pizza bait in the Pizzagate deal. And uh, yeah. so you're here to lead us through that. And uh, we've got uh, I've got the uh, documents pulled up. We've also got a short video with the guy who hacked into, uh, I guess, Comet Pizza and a couple of statements that we're going to play about him as well. So why don't you kick us off with what we've got today? Yeah, so today I'm going to talk you through the paedophile symbols known to the FBI, uh, as also the paedophile symbols that were uh, associated with Comet Ping Pong, as well as other businesses in the area. We're going to look into Marina Abramovich. Uh, we're going to, I'm going to show you some more photos of who she is and the sort of occult hidden practices she gets into and the people associated with her. We're going to talk about the hacker, Big Fish, who found child pornography on the servers how he reported it to the FBI and the police and how they did nothing. And then we're going to play the portion from the hacker from his own words, which basically tells you exactly what he found on the servers. And then we'll probably have to do one more show, Tim, you know, whenever you can fit me in just to round all this up and where we go from here. Okay. All right. We'll do that. And uh, guys, let me just say, I see that it's happening, but it's happening wherever the connection's going on. So what I'll do is we'll go back and we'll take and uh, upload the video that's not breaking up, that's being stored on the computer here. I'll, I'll have to go back and re-upload that, okay? So just hang with us and uh, and we'll cover that. If not, head over to Red State Talk Radio and you can listen to us there. Uh, you'll miss some of the, the things that we're going to show, though. Okay, uh, Sean, what are some of the symbols? We talked about this in the in the first and second episode we did last week on Thursday and Friday. People can check that out, but we didn't really get into a lot of it. So let's mm -hmm. look at some of the symbols that were used by, uh, that were given to the FBI. Um, and they began to, or they actually have this in some of their own documentation. Yeah. So if you can pull a PDF one on page three, eight, seven, please. Okay. So this is pedophile symbols, which are known to the FBI. So this is actually from the FBI, from their website. This is a document that was released. And it says, Federal Bureau of Investigation Intelligence Bulletin, symbols and logos used by pedophiles to identify sexual preferences. So you'll notice this sort of triangle, this blue triangle in the bottom left, this like swirly triangle. And then you have the other blue one, like a, a circle swirl. So th what this indicates, um, this means boy lover. So this is documented and this is factual that the FBI is fully aware that anyone who is using this symbology 
is identify is using a paedophile symbol essentially okay and it's important people know this because this is how pedophiles communicate this is how they communicate with each other through various means to discuss and share their sexual preferences relating to children okay and i'm going to show you the paedophile symbols that were associated with comet ping pong so the most important thing people need to know that this is factual i mean were you aware of these symbols before i was yep we've done reports on this as well okay so if you just go down to the next page the heart within a heart uh, indicates girl lover so whenever you have multiple hearts uh, within each other that indicates that that person is a girl lover if you have the butterfly, what looks like a butterfly, uh, it's either two hearts crossed or a butterfly, then that is symbolic symbol um, that is symbolic of child lover. So we have boy lover, we have girl lover, and we have child lover. So this is how all these um, you know symbols connect. Now, if you go down to the next image, you can see a ping pong, two ping pong paddles crisscrossed on this person's back which looks very similar to a child lover logo. Now, as we've discussed in previous videos, Tim, that photo on its own would not be enough to draw these conclusions. However, we do need to point out the facts. And as we've already done in previous videos, there is a lot of circumstantial evidence which suggests that these people are up to very strange things. And it's not too far of a stretch of an imagination to draw these conclusions with the symbols. So can you see the similarities there? Yes, I can see that. Yeah, so this is just stuff I want to point out. Now, if you go to the next page, we have, this is in the Comet Ping Pong logo, okay? Uh, and we have the two paddles again, so which is similar to the Child Lover logo. And it says, play, eat, drink. In But that also uh, translates to P-E-D. Okay, which could be, uh, you know, synonymous of pedo. Okay, again, just a hypothesis on that one, but we're just pointing out the symbols. Now, I'd like you to scroll down to the next image, please, Tim. Now, this is a a pizza shop called Bester Pizza. Now, you can clearly see in the pizza slice of that image, can you see the... the the Yep, it's the one from the FBI. That's the it's so this so this pizza shop, Best of Pizza, is next door or two two doors down from Comet Ping Pong. And they are using a known paedophile boy lover logo in their logo. They also um you know and they also sell pizza. Now that that is more than coincidence in my opinion. I mean, what what do you make of that? Well, no, I mean I, I see it very clearly. There's no doubt that that's that's the same symbol that's in what we just saw from on the on the uh, on the FBI document, and it, it basically for those who are listening by radio, <clears throat> it is the triangle starting to form another triangle inside of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as I said, just on the row, and you can't draw these conclusions. But when we put all the other stuff to, that we've already discussed, and I show you what I'm going to show you now, there's definitely something more at play here. So if you go down to the next image. <clears throat> That's just to show people there's the boy lover logo and there's the best of pizza sign. So you can clearly see that it's the same. Now, if you go down to the next image, Tim, as soon as Pizzagate broke, as soon as this came public knowledge, best of pizza removed the boy lover symbol from their logo. 
Now, if they didn't have anything to hide, if they were not, you know, implicated in Pizzagate, if they were just a pizza shop, why have they removed the logo from their symbol? What do you make of that? I think that's very telling that, that they do that. I agree. I agree. You know, if they were just a normal pizza shop, you know, you, you had nothing to hide, you wouldn't do that. So this now is bringing in another pizza shop into the equation, which, again, in my opinion, should be looked into a little bit more by law enforcement if they're so eager to remove this from their sign. I agree with you. I, I totally agree. The The problem is, like what we talked about on Friday, uh, in order to be engaged in something like what we're talking about, Sean, mm-hmm. you have to have something, you have to have some people in that organization of the police department, the FBI or something that's covering for them. I'm not saying the whole organization, like every single person uh, is doing it, but there's got to be some people who are covering for these guys. I mean, you can't have all this information out there, especially tied to Comet Pizza and uh, and the guy, uh, James Elefantis. You, you can't have that out there and not see the correlation between the things and there not be anything on there. Well, exactly, Tim. I mean, how strange is this? I mean, are you aware of somebody called Andrew Klein? Uh, yes. He is the. He works for the Department of Justice, okay? And uh, he actually uh, is. In, he's in charge of human trafficking, right? And he is listed as an agent on Bester Pizza. So the person in charge of human trafficking in the country is connected with Best of Pizza, who has a paedophile boy lovers logo in their uh, logo in their sign. And if, for example, Andrew Klein is corrupt and he, you know, basically he's in a position where if any information surfaced that would, you know, um, paint Best of Pizza in a bad light or expose child trafficking in the area, he certainly has the power and influence to cover that up if he's involved or if he's corrupt. And that, to me, is a massive, massive area of concern. Well, I agree. I, I agree. Uh, it, it is. It, it, all of this has been of concern to me, even as we went through, some, especially some of the images that we've seen that you've shown. And by the way, um, obviously, people who are listening, this is, you know, this is. I don't even want to say it's adult content. It's adults shouldn't even be having to talk about this, but this is, you know, I want, to, I want to put out that warning, and I meant to do it right at the first, of the, the stuff we're going to be discussing and have discussed here shortly is of an adult nature. So if you get this, we haven't really gotten into a lot of the other things like we did before, then just be aware of that. If you've got small children listening and things like that, you want to keep this out of their ears, then uh, we're letting you know that. Mm-hmm. Right, That's fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, th- there's a lot of research. I mean, I just wanted to uh, tell you about Andrew Klein. It's all in my document, the proof where I prove that Andrew Klein is connected with Bester. So this is, it's all left people to view. But because of time, I just wanted to add that in there and we'll just move on because we've got quite a bit more to get through. So uh, if you go to the next page, please. <clears throat> now, this is basically a list of businesses that are all on this street. So we have Comet Ping Pong, which is the Red Arrow. We have Books Fishing and Camping, which is, an, which is another restaurant, which is also owned by James Elefantes. There's not too much we know about Books Fishing and Camping, apart from the name is quite interesting. There was a film from the 80s. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but it references um, children as books. So it references books is a code word for children. 
fishing is um, symbolic of fishing for children. Like it's just something people have speculated, like fishing for children. And in the film, they go camping and they rape children. So books fishing and camping seems like quite a, you know, interesting name to use considering all the content we've looked at. Then we have Bester Pizza, which is the green arrow. Then we have Prose and Poetry, which is owned by um, a speechwriter for Hillary Clinton. Then we have uh, Beyond Borders, which is a charity focused in Haiti, which is funded by the Clinton Foundation. And then we also have Terrasol, which is another website, another uh, restaurant of, of um, importance. Now, what's really concerning, Tim, is that it appears that all of these businesses are connected. Um, and as I'm going to show the viewers, this isn't just about Comet Pizza. The whole street, the whole street appears to be set up for very discreet international sex trade. All of these different businesses have paedophile symbols in their logos, every single one of them. And there are other things I want to point out. So what do you think of that, that they all have paedophile symbols in their logos? It's very telling. It's very telling. And I, I wonder, you made mention of the um, the tunneling. And yes. I wonder if any of that has to do with these particular landmarks, uh, the places of business. I wonder if they're tied together in that. Uh, any evidence of that going on? I mean, that's just something that comes to mind from what you've already put forth. The only evidence of the tunnel networks is what we've discussed in the last videos of the um, Edgar Dwyer's tunnels, the smaller ones, and the old metro system, and the fact that all of James Alephantis's properties line up with the tunnels underground um, that he owns above ground. You know, it's possible that extensive work could have been done to connect these other businesses, but without law enforcement, you know, we don't know Tim. It's just frustrating that this has happened four years ago and these people will have covered their tracks massively. They'll have got rid of any evidence, you know, but there is still enough evidence to get these people looked into. And, you know, we must push for that and we need it done as soon as possible. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So if you go on to the next image, please. Well, actually, I'll ask you to jump forward in a second. I'm just finding the page on my sure. phone. Just bear with me. Because I've discussed what I want to say about that. Um, okay, I've told you about Best of Pizza. Okay, if you just jump to 443, please. Now, this is just a, where I mentioned about Andrew Klein. You know, he's basically in charge of human trafficking and he's connected with Best of Pizza. So this is all in the document for people to read. And just for anybody listening on the radio, this my documents, I have four documents in total, all PDF documents. They are available to download on the Sons of Liberty website, among other platforms, so you can read all this. But this is just the article which explains that Andrew Klein is uh, the agent. Now, if you go down to 449, please. So Terrasol is another, uh, it's like a cafe on the street, which is the last one I mentioned. And if you just scroll to the next page, Tim, you can see at the very bottom there, you've got a picture of Hillary Clinton. But at the very bottom, if you just scroll down a little bit more, can you see the, the child lover, the yep, girl this is lover? the girl lover, lover. yep. I mean, it couldn't get any more obvious, Tim. You've got two hearts within a heart. You've got a large hand and you've got a small hand. Right. You know, this, this is not 
this is more than coincidence, Tim. This is a pattern we are seeing constant images of paedophile symbols all in the area. And I just find it really concerning. Do you agree? Oh, it absolutely is. And then we have, uh, of course, Hillary Clinton there. So, uh, you know, there's been a lot of rumor uh, about Hillary Clinton and, you know, with uh, little girls. And yet um, here she is pushing this kind of stuff. And, of course, uh, Hillary has been rumored to also be lesbian as well. So yeah. I I, um, I see that this is in there. And most people seeing this wouldn't think a thing about it. Mm-hmm. They they wouldn't think a thing about that. They would just think, oh, this is about love. And they they would never associate this with this kind of stuff. Unless they've watched the videos that we've put out or read my documents, I agree. You need context before you can draw conclusions, which is why yep. I've put this together to show people the context. I mean, another interesting thing about Hillary, Tim, there is a, there is a charity called Beyond Borders, which is over the road, okay? And this is a charity which specializes in um, basically, you know, um, getting orphans from Haiti, and you would presume helping them. But what happens to these children? Where do these children go? I'm going to show you soon after this. Um, well, I'll get to that. I'll explain how Haiti's connected with a child trafficker called Laura Silsby. And Laura Silsby was caught trafficking 33 children out of Haiti. And the Clintons got her off the hook. Okay. And, uh, you know, you've got a Beyond Borders charity in Haiti, which is owned by the Clinton Clinton Foundation over the road from Comet Ping Pong. Then you've got somebody trying to traffic children out of Haiti, okay, who then gets let off by the Clintons. I mean, you couldn't write this stuff, Tim. This is really serious. Well, it really is. And we've covered some of that. Corey Lynn had a, a couple of stories out of Haiti and there were some people in the upper echelons in Haiti who confirmed all of the things that you're talking about there. And mm-hmm. she's done ex- some extensive uh, reports on that that are, that are well sourced. So people can see that at sonslibertymedia.com. You can look up author Corey Land and Haiti and the Clintons especially. And you can see how they were obviously involved in, or it appears that they're involved in, the disappearance of a lot of children down there. And uh, a lot of those children were taken and were abused. I mean, greatly abused. Yeah, Tim, the re- what, see, what people need to realize is, as we've discussed previously in other shows, the most um, lucrative currency, the most valuable resource that the elite have is children. And they get them from less economically developed countries like Haiti and other countries around the world places where birth certificates are hard to come by, where if a child goes missing, it's rarely, really spoken about. And it's really sad that we are living in the 21st century with poverty and with these sort of things going on. But these monsters, they target these countries specifically for the children. And whenever we discuss, like, a Western country, say these paedophiles and these occultists want a specific type of child like a blonde hair, blue eyed child speaking French or speaking, you know, whatever their desires are, the price goes up basically, depending on what they want, depends on what these groups get. Um, and this is how it is. And it's just really unfortunate that this goes on in the world, but it's, it's very serious. And 
it's the intelligence agencies that are behind it, Tim. This is what frustrates me about our world. People think the intelligence agencies are there to help them. The intelligence agencies were all built off the back of Nazi war criminals after Operation Paperclip. 19 of them were basically um, was, were trialed in the Nuremberg trials. But all of the other, however many hundred, if not thousands, they all f- were secretly transported from Antarctica to the Americas where they were given new identities. They give the Americans all their advanced technology because they had a far more advanced technology than the Americans. They actually flew in their flying craft above the White House in 1952. This is known as the, um, what was it? The 1952 UFO incident above Washington, D.C. These Nazis had very advanced technology and basically the American government sold out the American people in exchange for advanced technology because they wanted the technology that the Nazis had. And basically they give the Nazis new identities. They went on to create the CIA, the NSA, the FBI, all these, you know, intelligence agencies. And then what they do is they have all these secret projects which branch out, but where they are taking part in the child trafficking, in the drug trade, you know, and this, the intelligence agencies have got no accountability. No one knows what they're doing and no one knows that their roots are embedded in Nazis. And I'm not sure if you're aware of that. I presume you probably were. I'm aware of uh, <clears throat> a lot of the stuff that came out of Operation Paperclip for sure. Uh, and I don't want to get straight off too far of the path so that we can get through this stuff that we're going to cover on Pizzagate. But I am I'm aware that they brought them in. I'm aware that they had uh, some interaction to to uh, help build some of uh, the intelligence agencies. I, I, I am aware of that. And I'm also aware that, you know, our own CIA has been involved in, and this is documented as well, that um, they were involved in the whole thing that we've seen down in the Caribbean, coming up through Central America and stuff, the drug running that they're, you know, we have this quote unquote war on drugs, but it's our own government that's helping to facilitate a lot of it. So, um, yes. and I, I think it's just a way to get more control over the people, more power to themselves that they're usurping, that the Constitution doesn't give them authority to deal with. And then they use our money to, to do it. It's it, The whole thing in America is unconstitutional. It's unlawful. And uh, it's presented to us as, oh, it's needed. You know, we, we got to care about these things and this, that, and the other. When the reality is this wasn't a problem before they started fiddling with it and, and started putting, putting, their, putting our money in it and their hands in it. Uh, with that said, um, again, you would think, Sean, with the intelligence a- agents that we have and – what you have is this this idea that they have to know what's going on. If they can know about all this other stuff that they, they come out and they tell people that they spend all this time on and they bust all these people and this, that, and the other, it's all it's impossible not to see this other, not to see what's going on here. Yes, Tim. The truth is that they know exactly what is going on. But the way that the intelligence agencies work, everything they do is compartmentalized so you might have like a pyramid structure within the nsa for example and let's say that the first 30 to 40 percent of the people in the nsa are doing what they're supposed to be doing they're doing real things they're going after real you know bad guys criminals etc etc but these are seen as small fish in the global game of you know, a world domination that these elite try and do. But then the other 60% of the pyramid or, you know, 40%, whatever, as you get closer to the top, that's where the big fish are. But the big fish 
control everything. So they they know that they're not going to throw one of their own under the bus because then it would basically bring them down with them, and that's how it works. So nobody speaks out against these people because they don't want to die. That's the plain, that's the simplest answer because they fear for their lives that if they speak out against injustice, if they speak out against the, the, the state, they will be assassinated or they will be killed. But we can't live in a world where we allow this to happen. People need to stand up for themselves because the power of the people is certainly more, more stronger than the people in power. And the sooner people realise that and join together in love and unity, the sooner we will change the world. The idea is to get to the root of the problem, and that is to bring out the truth and to bring justice in the matter. So with that, with that said, let's move on here from the last one that we had here, Sean. Okay, so if you go to page 454, please. This is politics and prose, and you can see in the and on the in the in the sign, you can see the swirl logo uh, similar to Boy Lover. So you know all these streets all have paedophile logos in them, Tim. Um, then if you go down to four five six, please. Somebody noticed on the street. Can you see that skull and bones sign? Yes. Now, that was actually engraved into the pavement um, outside of politics and prose. And then as soon as Pizzagate broke, that was removed. Now, anyone who knows anything about the Skull and Bones, they are a secret society based in America, uh, connected with Bohemian Grove and all of the other occult things. And, uh, you know, if they had nothing to do with this, why would they remove that from the pavement? I mean, what, what do you think of that? Well, again, it's quite telling, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, okay. If you go to four, five, eight, please. <clears throat> so this is beyond borders. This is the charity, which was over the road, uh, from Comet Ping Pong and beyond borders is owned by the Clinton foundation. Um, they're, they're situated across the street. It's a non-government organisation who say they're interested in the prevention of child trafficking and other related causes. Okay, and they specialise in taking orphan children from Haiti and providing them with a better standard of living. So that's what their website says they do. Now, if you scroll down to um, four sixty, please, just the next page. You know, Beyond Borders specialises in the prevention of child trafficking, so they say, and they're located on the same street as Comet Ping Pong. Hillary Clinton's held fundraising events at Comet Ping Pong. They're on the same street as the ones with the paedophile logos. It's funded by the Clinton Foundation, who have a long history of criminal activity. Hillary and Bill Clinton have both been accused of being sexually involved with children, and their foundation funds a charity involved with protecting vulnerable children. So just because they say they're protecting children doesn't mean anything. I mean, these people invert the meaning of everything. And then just not long after Petergate broke, the Clinton Foundation removed uh, all ties with Beyond Borders. So when Petergate broke out, if you go to the next page... When people try to access the Beyond Borders website to try and do some digging, try and find some information, this message came up, access denied. So the Clinton Foundation basically stopped people from looking into them. I mean, that's more than coincidence. Would you not agree? I agree it is. <laughs> 
yeah, there's a lot going on here. Now, if you go to the next page, Tim, I didn't show you this image last time. I'd like to show you this one. So this was an image from Comet Ping Pong uploaded by James Elefantes. And it says Republican Party, Democrat Party, and then Pizza Party, and a picture, picture of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, two things to point out here. Firstly, uh, turtles is another coded language for paedophiles, which has been uncovered. So whenever you see people talking about turtles, I can't remember what the exact meaning is, but it's to do with children. Now, if you look in the comments at the bottom there, we have a comment say, from Dr. NWO, which could stand for New World Order. It says, whip me up a Haitian special, extra cheese. Now, taking into consideration, we've discussed the coded language. What this uh, terminology is breaking down to is, whip me up uh, a, little, a little Haitian girl with extra little girls. That's what the symbology or the coded language would translate to if they are indeed talking in, um, you know, uh, they're talking in coded language. Right. So again, just to point this out. Now, the next page I want you to jump to, please, Tim. Can you please jump to page 466? <clears throat> now, this was discovered by a vote user. This is really quite strange. All of the addresses on this street, okay, they were all bought basically for nothing. They all, they didn't, whoever bought these properties, they were bought, they, they're shown up as being bought as, as zero dollars. So whoever bought these properties bought them for zero dollars. Now, the only thing I can think of there is that this is highly sophisticated and it's highly coordinated. And the people at the top, just like we've discussed, are fully aware of what's going on. And they made sure that these properties were this price for the agents to buy them. I mean, what do you make of this? I mean, we've got over 10, 15 properties there, which were all bought for zero dollars. I mean, it just doesn't make sense, does it? No, it actually reminds me of the uh, what happened up there in um, uh, Connecticut with uh, Sandy Hook. We did some looking in, digging into the houses up there, and uh, the zero dollars kept coming up uh, with wow. uh, some of the real estate up there as well. That's very interesting. I wasn't aware of that. That's the first I've heard of this phenomenon happen anywhere else. And it makes sense to me. I mean, as we've discussed, the people at the top know what's going on. Maybe this is a way that they um, buy properties. Maybe this is just how they do it. And it's quite an interesting point, that. Okay. Um, if you go to the next page, please, Tim. Now, this was a comment by a vote user, which I believe sums up this street where Comet Ping Pong is very nicely. I'm going to read it to everyone. My theory, hear me out, this entire street has been bought up by the elite, designed for high-profile and wealthy business people, nationally or internationally, to be able to partake in this sick pedo ritual stuff with complete discretion. International, no problem. Convert your currency at our moneygram. Nobody will tell anyone. Need fuel or other snacks? No chance of being spotted on CCTV. We own the gas station too. Help yourself to some drugs at our pharmacy. Have a good time at Comet Ping Pong. Go grab your video from the computer guys behind us, but they might be busy cleaning up after you, so go relax at our politics and pros for a few hours first. All sorted. 
The whole damn street is designed for full service sex trade with complete discretion. And then somebody has commented, this is extremely plausible. I mean, what what do you make of that, Tim? Yeah, well, I mean, <clears throat> I, I think w- once you start putting some of the things together that you brought to the forefront in the previous two shows, mm-hmm. along with this, then you start getting into, uh, you start putting those p- pieces together and people are going to draw a conclusion. I mean, again, this is one of the things that I've appreciated about how you presented the stuff. You've said, here's the evidence of what we have. What do you make of it? You keep asking, what do you make of it? Well, you're letting people come to their own conclusions by the information you're giving them. I think that's what I think that's the best way because then people they draw their own conclusions. They're not being you know spoon fed uh, mm-hmm. what to think and what to say. Like some people in the chat uh, mm-hmm. who, who think there's a uh, I'm not even going to give any cre- I'm not going to give any credence to them. Um, yeah. But you you let people come to their own conclusion. These these vote people here V O A T for those who don't know. Um, they're coming to their own conclusions too, based on the, off the information that they have. Yes. Yeah. Votes an online forum. See, initially, Tim, the Pizzagate investigation was on Reddit. Reddit is a very popular, uh, you know, online internet forum. And for no reason whatsoever, <clears throat> the uh, Reddit owners stopped the Pizzagate investigation for no reason. They said it was harassment. You know, we weren't harassing anybody. We were just a bunch of people who were, who care about, children we care about truth and we would we were just presenting evidence and presenting information in a very factual and non-biased manner you know if it wasn't for all these amazing researchers in the world i wouldn't have been able to put this content together you know i'm not taking credit for all of the content but what i have done is i've just basically gathered all this information from all over the internet from all these people who and then i've put it all in one place which is what we didn't have we didn't have this before and it's a good job that I did, because if you search Pizzagate now, you will just hear, oh, it's debunked. It's a conspiracy theory. It's fake news. No, that's not true. And the reason why you've got people, you know, mouthing off in the comments is because they don't like people talking about Pizzagate and they don't like people talking about it who know what it's really about people like myself. A lot of these people in the comments, some of them might be bots. You have a lot of bots which hijack comments so people like that just ignore them and anyone who's listening don't believe a single word i say don't believe a single word tim says you download this document on the sons of liberty radio show and you come to your own conclusions and i guarantee you will come to the same conclusions as me and tim are in this in this video i agree with that i i think that's the thing is letting them see for themselves now sean we're gonna we've got about uh 40 minutes or so before we finish. And those of you listening by Red State Talk Radio will be cutting off from there in just a few minutes. Uh, please join us on YouTube at Setting Brush Fires or on our Facebook page at B. Dean Sons of Liberty. And um, one of the thing, one of the things that uh, we want to tie here is we talked about James Elephantis on Friday and the mm-hmm. Comet Pizza. And we yeah. barely made mention of Marina uh, Abramovic. And again, there's a connection that's there between those two, and that's where we're really going with a lot of this stuff. We're showing the symbols. We're kind of, you know, finishing up the stuff that we did before. But mm-hmm. what what is that connection that's there between these two? How how are they tied together? Okay, if you go to PDF two, Tim, and go to I'll just see what I sent yesterday. Was it four twenty two? That's the one. Let me okay. just get it up as well myself. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so this is Marina Abramovich, okay? So this is a photo that James Alafantes posted on his Instagram account. Um, and you can see he's, ta- he's got a photo of Marina, okay? So he knows who Marina Abramovich is. She runs in these circles, okay? These people are all connected, as we've discussed. And I'm going to show you some more about Marina Abramovich. Now, I just want to point out, for anybody out there listening or watching this live, some of the images we're about to see of Marina are very occultish, um, you know, she is allegedly a high, a satanic ninth circle high priest. So just view with discretion is advised. And let's, let's remind people, this woman is 74 years old and she yeah. looks like she's in her maybe early third, early, early forties, maybe, uh, yes. or mid forties. She's 74, Tim, 74. Yes. She, yeah. Now she, she now let, let's look at some of her images. She claims to be an artist, but she, in my opinion, is not. She may take part in art. However, art is a very easy way to hide occult practices. And the, the context I'm going to show you would suggest that. Now, in this, this is Tony and John Podesta. They took part in a spirit cooking event. Spirit cooking is something Marina Abramovich does. And if we're to take that literally, she is cooking spirits, as in she is summoning spirits, just like what a witch or a pagan or a Satanist would essentially do. Um, Now, if you go down to, let me just find it. By the way, that would get you a death penalty if we were actually enacting the law of God. That would get you a death penalty for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go down to page 427... Now, all of these people, Tim, John Podesta, Tony Podesta, James Elefantes, as well as 90 other people, all attended a spirit cooking event at Marina Abramovich, well, at Tony Podesta's house, or it may have been Marina's house, it's all in the document. But look at this image at the bottom, Tim, we have an image of what she is calling art, okay, is a, 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 a lady laid down naked with all of her guts hanging out. Yes. This now you you can take that as however you like, but if they're doing this sort of stuff, you know, on camera, and they really are taking part in demonic worship, what sort of things are they doing off camera? Yeah. No, I know, I know. It's, it's ridiculous. It is. Now, if you go down to page four two nine, we now have a connection between Marina Abramovich and the Clintons. The Clinton Foundation paid Marina Abramovich $10,000 um, for um, basically um, to take part in spirit cooking. So we've already said numerous times to him, this is not coincidence anymore. All of these people are connected. They're all part of one big club that we're not part of. And they all take part in very secret, demonic, occult practices. And this is happening at the higher echelons of government. Now, let's show the viewers some pictures of Marina Abramovich. Now, all I want you to do, Tim, is just go, just scroll through these next images. Well, the next few. We have another image of a person laid um, on the table with her guts hanging out. Here she is dressed in red with a pointy hat. Um, people have commented saying that's very satanic. It's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a robe. It's like a, it's some, it's a garment. It's something that she would wear. Um, If you go to the next image, we have basically Marina Abramovich throwing blood on some type of voodoo. Well, it looks like blood. You know, is it real blood? Is it just red dye? Who knows? 
She's writing strange writing on the walls, strange symbols. You've got the five-pointed star, the pentagram. Um, if you go down to the next image, Tim, now this is what she's written on the wall. It says, mix fresh breast milk with fresh sperm milk and drink on earthquake nights. And then it says, with a sharp knife, cut deeply into the middle finger of your left hand and eat the pain. I mean, this is sick stuff, Tim. I mean, what do you make of that? Oh, absolutely it is. I I don't even understand what is in the mind of people who would be writing that. Well, these people are, I mean, they're, they're possessed most certainly. I mean, I certainly believe in demonic possession. I believe that, you know, I'm aware of how, I'm aware of like, demons how they possess people i'm aware of the power of christ i've spoken to ministers who do exorcisms who basically tell me that the only thing that these demons fear is is, is jesus christ and whenever they use the power of christ on these people the deep the demons leave i mean someone who are who i've looked into is russ Dizdar. i'm not sure if you're aware of russ Dizdar. he's in america uh he 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 does this quite a lot um, you know, he, he administers to people who have demonic possession. So these people most certainly have demonic possession, um, you know, and, you know, this is just an example of, of how the demons are working through these people, basically. These people are not, they've sold their soul to demons, basically, which is which would make sense to why they're taking part in such sick stuff because they've lost total control over their very being. They're not really human. They're, they're being controlled by a higher demonic force. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Well, the, the Bible tells us that Jesus came to set the captives free uh, to destroy the works of the devil and the power of the devil. And we know that in the New Testament, we see Jesus driving out demons uh, from people, his apostles doing the same. And those who are not his trying to use his name to do it, well, the demons turned on them and left them bleeding and naked, <laughs> running out of their right. houses. So mm-hmm. um, I, I have no, no, I, you know, I don't know much about this Rush Dizdar guy. Uh, I think Bradley has a, a whole different perspective on what he focuses on, and, and it's not necessarily a good thing. But um, okay. I, I don't know him personally, but I do believe in the power of Christ. I believe it is, is there to set um, those who are slaves to sin free from sin. And uh, set them free to do what is right before God uh, and mm-hmm. do good works, as Ephesians 2.10 tells us, that that's what we're created for in Christ Jesus is good works. So I do believe in that. Now, with this lady doing what she's done, though, this is obviously not good works. I mean, the things no. that she's writing here are not good works at all. No. I mean, one thing I pointed out, I mean, what she's talking about, that that's not um, – what she's doing is a set of instructions, okay? This isn't art. If you Google what ritual means, ritual means a, a set of instructions leading to an outcome. This is clearly a set of instructions, okay? This is not art. She is telling people what to do. This is a ritual, okay? Well, if it's a ritual, what sort of ritual is it? You know, what beliefs does she hold as a person? And based on the imagery she uses and based on what we, the evidence we have, you know, this person is most likely a Satanist or an occultist or a Luciferian, or somebody who believes in demonic practices. And when we tie all these things together, you know, it soon becomes quite apparent that what they're doing is not the work of God, it is the work of Satan. Correct. Now, here's the thing. We scroll to your next your next page, and I, I want to get you to sort of comment on this. You say there's no direct connection that links Marina to Pizzagate. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to elaborate on that, and then how she kind of comes into this? 
Yeah, so what I mean by that is there's no direct connection that links Marina Abramovich um, basically to the original source of investigation regarding, you know, James Alafantes. Sorry, regarding Comet Ping Pong. But she is connected with James Alafantes as an individual. So what I'm trying to say is she's not connected with the children side of it. That we, we can't draw a connection between Marina Abramovich and the nine children on James Alafantes' Instagram profile. We can't draw a connection with Marina Abramovich and the kill room and the child-sized coffins. But we can draw a connection between Marina Abramovich and James Alafantes which subsequently does kind of implicate her in Pizzagate. It probably wasn't the best choice of wording I used there, but that's what I was trying to go with it to say, to, to basically explain that. So she is connected with James Elefantes most definitely. And as we've discussed, this is a jigsaw puzzle and, you know, we're putting the puzzle together to get a clearer picture. So I hope that's cleared that up. Yep. Yep. I, I appreciate you doing that because uh, some people would want to mix the two and I, I'm trying not to do that, even though we've called this, the truth about Pizzagate. We are we are dealing with Pizzagate. James mm-hmm. Alphontus is directly in on that uh, mm-hmm. from the information that, that you've shown us. And then his ties to her. And I think this was the whole thing that came out in the Podesta emails when they came out in 2016, that mm-hmm. she got brought into this, this whole spirit. This is where I guess the country at large heard about spirit cooking for the first time. Um, yeah. and heard heard her name really for the first time for many people. Yes. So I, I see why she's why this tie is in, this connection is in with James Alafantis. Yeah. She is somebody who's behind the scenes. I mean, as I say, Tim, nobody knew no one knew who she was. Nobody ever thought that John Podesta's emails you know, look how far we've came from one person's emails. I mean, it's just incredible. This is this is this is the work of God. God wants this exposed. There's just I just find it bizarre how one person's emails has led to all of this information being uncovered. And as I say, I couldn't have done this by myself. I'm just somebody who's good at collecting information, somebody who's good at processing and analyzing information, and somebody who, you know, is I'm a soldier of truth. I'm an advocate for free speech. And I've just, I've had the time and I've had the, you know, capacity to sit down and put this document together to show people the truth. And um, I just find it amazing how all this information is being uncovered. So for anyone out there who was part of Peter Gate, for anyone out there who knows about it, and for anyone out there who, you know, tried to expose it and was involved in the investigation, Thank you so much because, you know, if it wasn't for you guys, you know, we wouldn't be sat here what we have today. Yeah, Sean, you got about 10 seconds here before we close out. You guys can join us on YouTube at Setting Brush Fires, our Facebook page. Tell people where they can find your YouTube channel. Sean Speaks YouTube, S-E-A-N Speaks on YouTube. On Instagram, it's Sean Speaks 77. Please check my workout. It's all on there. And uh, you, you can check it out for free. It's all on. And, you know, download my PDFs in the description as well with all my documentation. Okay. Sean, we appreciate you. We'll see you guys on the other side when we close out here from Red State Talk Radio in 23 hours. We'll be back with Dr. Kerry Medej. Adios. All right, Sean. Uh, okay, let's pick up from here. Uh, we've got about 30 minutes to go. And welcome to those who are coming over from Red State Talk Radio. Good to see you guys. And uh, thank you guys for hanging in there. Again, I know there's something going on with the connection that we have to the streaming service. So that's why it's been a little choppy, a little rough today. What I'm going to do is I'll upload that. I'll make a link in this one to the clear one. We'll also put the clear one up 
um, in the archives this later this morning at sonsoflibertymedia.com along with the podcast. So you, if you want to go back and you want to see it without the choppiness, that'll be available. That link I'll add in the description of the video you're seeing on YouTube. So, and if you're on Facebook, you can go to the YouTube, you can pick that up, or you can go to sonsoflibertymedia.com, watch the clear one there. All right, Sean, let's pick up some more of these ties here with uh, Marina and uh, James. Yeah, so if you go to page 434, please. So I just want to show the viewers, I mean, she, she hosts dinner parties, expensive dinner parties. And this is this is an example of a spirit cooking event. So we've got people laid in some type, like naked people laid in some type of sauce or syrup. And they go around and they, they, they eat from the person's body. It's very strange. And then if you scroll a bit further down, Tim, you know, we have a, a naked man uh, next to a tree you know, and they walk around the woods and they look for these naked people and it's a bit strange. You've got Jay-Z with Marina Abramovich. She's, she's connected with so many high-profile celebrities. If you go down to the next page, more celebrities who she's connected with. She, the, the Marina Abramovich is like that person who's always there in the, in the background and it really begs the question, what are these celebrities doing behind the scenes? You know, there's a, there's an old saying that you're not, you don't get anywhere in Hollywood unless Hollywood owns you. And what if being part of Hollywood or Hollyweird means that you need to, uh, you know, take part in these sort of events? I mean, what really happens at these events, Tim? It's, it's up for debate. But Well, and you have a lot of the uh, these, I guess uh, they're called child stars who've come out and said that they had been brought to these parties as young kids, uh, which begs the question of, you know, where are the parents in this? Because I know there are some who uh, were in Hollywood who did things. We we have Kirk Cameron. I mean, he didn't, uh, from what I understand, he's never had that issue. But, of course, I, I guess his parents were really watching over him of, of what he was doing. But mm-hmm. you have a lot of these. I guess they're left to themselves in many cases. And when that happens, they're coming out and they're saying, hey, we were taken to these parties and then we were abused, we were molested. And all of these kinds of things. Uh, we've got uh, people like Elijah Wood, uh, Frodo, you know, from The Lord of the Rings and uh, several yeah. other movies. And then we've got uh, the, the two Corys uh, who had come out and, and spoken about the abuse that they had suffered. So I'm not surprised uh, when we get these, you know, <clears throat> I got to tell you, I'm not surprised when we hear some of these women come out and say what they say. But at the same time, I kind of go, yeah, but you got everything you wanted, and for years you've kind of kept it quiet, and now you're coming out. It seems like there's there's something more to that. You know, I'm I'm with what the Bible says. When it happens, you need to let somebody know. You need to make that known then. And maybe some of these people tried to do that, and they were just hushed. They were shut up and everything else. But, uh, mm-hmm. but a lot of that has come out from Hollywood. And with some of the stuff that they put out, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind that some of these people, in order to write some of the stuff they write for screenplays, mm-hmm. uh, that, that they're involved in some of the very things that they're writing about. 100%, Tim. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind either. I mean, I've looked into Hollywood. I've looked into the occult. I've looked into it all. And, you know, you don't get anywhere in Hollywood unless Hollywood owns you. It's as simple as that. You know, the Baphomet symbol, symbology, the goat's head, you know, all of the stuff they put at the Super Bowl. It's all just a, it's all a massive smokescreen, but they're telling you what's going on without directly telling you. So, you know, that, that would be a complete other, you know, video in itself. But for anyone with eyes to see, it's very obvious what happens in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I agree. 
Okay, um, if you go to page 437, please. <clears throat> Just showing you some more stuff, like strange imagery. You know, she got she's naked with snakes. If you go down, just scroll through these images, you've got, uh, these are, now now they're depicting cannibalism. So basically they've got cakes made out of people, sorry, they've got cakes made out of, cakes in the shape of people, human bodies, and then they're cutting into the cakes and eating the human cakes. So this is not, is this not just symbolic of cannibalism? Oh, it absolutely is. And uh, we've already talked about uh, the, the link there, with the Cannibal Club in um, uh, out there in California, that it's a real club where they they don't eat cake, they eat people. Um, they, which yeah, I don't yeah. I, again, I don't even see how that's legal. I I, I don't know, but it's California, so um, I, you look at their leadership and you maybe can come to an understanding of why that is. I agree. And if you just jump to four three three, please four four three. Sorry, Tim. I'd like to read just the next one up. Uh, up oh, one sorry, more. sorry. That's okay. I just want to read you this comment. This was a comment which was made by somebody about Marina. So it says, who is Marina Abramovich? I'm a minister and missionary to Africa. I have nothing to do with the deep state or conspiracy theories, but I do have some knowledge concerning this person. I've ministered to former child abuse victims. One was raised in a, in a Satanist family and was richly abused in the worst ways. His uncle slash caretaker was a high-ranking satanic priest. This man was also raised to become a high priest. He was raped from three years and tortured. Could you just scroll to the next page, please, Tim? Thank you. His worst memories were watching other children being abused, tortured and murdered. He eventually renounced Satanism and threatened with death and myriad curses. God protected him and he has become a Christian minister. He knew nothing about Pizzagate scandals, but when I asked if he knew Marina Abramovich, he knew who she was immediately. This man had met with Anton Levy, who wrote the Satanic Bible and led the worldwide Satanic Church Hotel in California and knew the higher ups. And then please go to the next page. He says she is a ninth circle satanic high priest. This is the same woman Hillary invited to the White House to call up spirits of the dead while the Clintons were in office. Ninth circle refers to the concept from Dante's Inferno, the nine circles of hell. The ninth is the worst part of hell where Satan supposedly dwells. Dante's story is myth, not spiritual truth. According to Ephesians chapter 2, Satan is the prince of the power of the air, mid-heaven or the atmosphere. A ninth circle Satanist has to commit the worst abominations in order to achieve that degree, including murder and cannibalism. My guess is that her art is meant to desensitize the world to these practices. Now look at the people she's friends with. I'm not saying they are Satanists. She could be using them without their knowing. She pawns herself off as many things and they may not know her true rank, but the adage is often true. Show me a person's five best friends and I will tell you who they are. Wisdom tells us that as well. Bad company corrupts morals. Amen. Solomon. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Amen. Indeed. I mean, what do you make of that? I mean, that that's a pretty powerful statement and it, it sort of rings true to me when you see the other stuff she's into. I mean, what do you make of that? Well, that's the, I think the thing that, uh, that gets me is uh, this commenter who says that you show them the person's five best friends, you can tell who they are. 
You know, the old uh, the old saying is if you're going to lie down with dogs, you're going to get fleas, right? Birds of a feather flock together. And so th- this is something that I point out with people in politics, who they've been hanging around with, who they've been spending their time with. This tells you what kind of person they are. Now, some people would say, well, Jesus went among the sinners too. Yes, he went among them. There's no doubt about it. But he always was calling them out from their sin. He wasn't saying, hey, it's okay for you to indulge in your sin. He was calling them out from that. He was telling them to repent. Um, and so, you know, I get people all the time who say, why are you judging me? Well, I'm not judging anybody. There's only one judge, that's that's God. But we do make certain judgments about behavior and things of this nature. And so, I, you know, they'll, they'll say, well, the one without sin cast the first stone. Okay, but Jesus said to the woman in that situation, he didn't say, hey, it's okay that you're sinning, you're, you're committing it, just go ahead and go ahead. No, he says, go and sin no more. And so that's that's where the Sons of Liberty come in. We're we're doing the same thing when we talk about uh, the law of God and we talk about we, we're not sitting here seeking to justify it, not even our own. We're seeking to call people, including ourselves, because the Bible calls all men to repentance, uh, no matter where they are, no matter what their ethnicity is or any of the other stuff. It calls them to repentance and it calls them to the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, the only name under heaven whereby we must be saved, as the Apostle Peter said. So I'm I'm totally in agreement with the comment here, at least where it comes to the end. I don't know about all the other stuff, but if this person says, hey, this, they had this experience and they know that, I can't sit here and prove it, but it seems logical that if somebody had run in that circle, Sean, that they probably would, they would be familiar with her, they would be familiar with other people in there as well. I agree, Tim. I mean, let's just show the viewers the rest of the images. Obviously, they can make their own minds up. So for anyone watching this video, you know, is is Marina Abramovich a nine, cert, nine circle satanic priest? Will you tell me? Um, so go to page four four seven, Tim, <clears throat> please. <clears throat> and um, once you get to page four four seven, yep. uh, basically just scroll through and show the viewers these um, these images if you can. <clears throat> Are you still there, Tim? I'm here. Yeah, if you just jumped oh, to I'm four, sorry. four, seven. I, uh, I was on there. I thought you were up. I'm sorry. Let me back up. And oh, I'll... it's all right. No, no problem. It's no problem at all. So, so, the, so this is the Marina Abramovich people. We've already seen the goat, uh, disembodied head. I mean, she's carved a, a, she's carved a pentagram into a stomach. You know, similar to that image there. Um, we've got a laying down in a in a. Um, you know, a pentagram, like a ritual. We have, you know, this next image. I mean, scroll through it sort of quickly, Tim. I mean, loads of body parts. You know, she's 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 laid on loads of body parts, like blood and, and, and limbs. And I mean, if this isn't desensitization, I don't know what is. I mean, she's trying to desensitize the world to these things. I mean, you know, this is just really, this isn't art, people. This really is not art. This is... This is demonic practices. Oh, sure. I mean, how much more obvious can it get without catching these people in the act? I mean, it's so obvious when you look at these images of what she's actually doing. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's so obvious. I mean, jump down to page 461. And like you said, Tim, a a person's, um, 
you know, five best friends tell you who they are. I mean, look at this. Remember, remember this phrase? Yep. With a sharp knife cut deeply into your middle finger of your left hand and eat the pain. Well, look at this photo of John Podesta. He's actually got a cut in the middle of his left hand. So I remember I mean, the band-aids. I remember the black eyes. That was really strange. People, uh, Politicians coming up with the black eyes and the mm-hmm. actors coming up with the black eyes. I don't know what that had. Did the black eye thing have anything to do with this at all? Yes, the, what the black eye thing is, it's disgusting. But you know, you know, a panda has black eyes, Tim. Right. They use panda. Panda's another thing they use for children, panda and turtles. But basically, when they strangle the child, they also give them black eyes. Mm. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a child, it's a child abuse thing they do to children. So, yeah, that's what that is. All right. It's just... It's disgusting. I mean, I, as we've already discussed it, I mean, I don't like talking about this stuff. I don't, you know, I don't get any pleasure from it. It's not uh, nice. Me to, neither. <laughs> you know, it, it's just unfortunate that, you know, this is happening in the world and we need to show people that. I think what a good thing to go on to now, Tim, is maybe show the viewers what was found on the Comet Pizza website, if that's okay, if we can actually sure. play a portion of that. Yeah, because you want I me to start? Want, I, I, do, sorry? Do you want me to start from the beginning here? I think the best place to start, just because of time, is start from 50 seconds in and finish it about four minutes in. If I, I might interject. If, if, I, if, I, if I say stop, is it okay if you just stop? Sure, that's uh, fine. We, we can show people where this is, but I want people to hear what the hacker found on the Comet Pizza website. So, yeah, have you got the video there, Tim? I got or? it. I got it. You yes. ready? Yeah, start at 50 seconds in and roughly about four minutes stop, or if I say it, please. Okay. We'll call him for now, and uh, he's going to tell you a story. So take it away. All right, thanks, Titus, for having me on uh, so that I can share my experience with everybody. Um, can you hear me okay? Yeah, uh, let me see. Can people in the uh, chat hear him? Yeah, I think so. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, let me just start with a little bit of background about myself. Um, I'm a small business owner. Um, I own my own company and have a few employees and uh, just work for myself. Um, I'm not I'm not here to, like, get any followers or get any likes or ask for any money or anything like that. I'm just here to tell my story because I feel like it's important what happened to me and, uh, in this whole investigation. Um, so it all started last November, um, when the Podesta emails came out, uh, me and some of my crew, some of the people that I, uh, work with, were researching the Podesta emails when they came out, and um, and uh, we found uh, the section on Comet Pizza that had the download section with the zip files, and we ended up getting into those files and uh, found that that they contained child pornography. So. Um, Instead of going out on the internet, which you can't really do, you can't really take that information out on the internet and uh, 
and display the evidence to everybody, you know, as much as, as much as you would like to, you know, to say, Hey, you know, this is what they're doing. But, uh, so, you know, our thought was let's take it to the proper authorities. And, uh, so in late November, we did, we took it to the authorities, the, the DC metropolitan police department. And, uh, when I first called, they kind of gave me the runaround and just kind of uh, pushed my call around. Like uh, they would transfer me to another person, make me tell the whole story, and then they would transfer me to another person until basically they tired me out to where I didn't want to tell the story anymore. If you just stop there, Tim. <clears throat> So anyone who's watching can listen to that full interview. I, I, there, he does mention other things that was found. I thought he mentioned it in that first bit. He might mention it somewhere else in the interview. But he bit, so this is the person who found child porn, you know, on the Comet Pizza servers. This is real evidence. I mean, this is his testimony. This is what he found. He explains in the interview that he went to the D.C. Police Department told the police, the police did nothing, they weren't interested. I mean, that begs the question, why would they not be interested in somebody exposing child pornography? Is it because of how serious this is and how many people it implicates? So not long after that, he went to the FBI. The FBI, you know, took made a report, listened to what he said. And then a week later, there was a false flag attack on Comet Ping Pong. A false flag is a fake event. Basically, an event was manufactured by the state to control the narrative, which we'll get into in a second, you know, before the show finishes. So what do you make of that, Tim, of the, of the testimony of that person? Well, I mean, it, <clears throat> it's obviously his testimony. Uh, I, I don't know if he recorded anything. It was it was he was saying there was a zip file. Is that the is that what he down? Did he download stuff from that? Am I understanding that correctly? He didn't publicly admit to downloading the files because if he did download them, he 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 himself would then be uh, he could be prosecuted for downloading child porn. He's in a bit of a tricky situation because he wants to expose these people, but he can't get the evidence because then it implicates him. Now I don't know if he downloaded this as a backup, you know, as like a, as like a dead man's key switch. It's possible he might have for a rainy day in the future when this all comes out where he can say, yep, here it is, but I want full immunity. However, I can't say if that's true or not. Um, but, you know, he is the person who found this child porn and he, he goes on to say further on in the interview, if you, you know, for the viewers that can watch it, it's on that Titus Frost YouTube channel. He says there was a shopping cart. You know, he says this was quite an advanced you know, website, an advanced platform where they can buy and sell children, like really horrific things, not just child porn, but torture porn, you know. So so this is real evidence, Tim, and, you know, it would be great if law enforcement did their job, but he took this to the highest people possible, the FBI, and they they ignored him, and then it's very strange what happened next. So would you like me to tell you what happened next, or do you, do you have anything to say on, on that? No, I, I just, I'm, I'm just saying, I know that's a tricky spot. And uh, one of the interesting things I told you about before, here's the FBI. These are the same people that ran Operation Pacifier. They go in yeah. and take over a child porn website, and then they start uh -huh. disseminating videos and pictures, uh, images. Each one 
carries a pretty hefty uh, jail sentence with it. They were they yeah. were disseminating this to like eighty. They, they disseminated like eighty five thousand or something in like just two or three days, and uh, and none of them are held accountable. We have the DOD where there's five thousand people downloading child porn. None of them lose their job. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, the, the thing, the fact that they're not dealing with this stuff. Now again, uh, people think I hate Trump, and I don't. But <clears throat> one thing that I that I have said about Trump that I do like that I've seen is he has gone after these pedophile rings. And the only problem that I have is he's going after the ones that nobody, yeah, nobody's going to know anything about. What about this stuff? And and I think that's the the bigger question is when are we going to see some justice that we're promised, you know, with the Clintons? Um, when are we going to see it uh, with the higher ups that are involved in these things? Um, I, we're not really seeing that. And I think that's the part that, that bothers me because you can take the small fish and you can kind of, you can you know roll you can bring them in you can you can deal with them that's no that's no skin off your teeth because you're leaving the big players in in play mm-hmm. and you do the other to sort of satisfy people it, while you're still operating as controlled opposite this is what I've said before the best way to control the opposition is to lead it and you lead it by sounding like it throwing some bones out there that makes it look like you're this that and the other. And that's where I say there's got to be more to it than that, Sean. And if the FBI won't listen, which, again, this is uh, – that's par for the course. The FBI has a, has a history of not listening. They have a, a, a history of entrapping people and doing yeah. all this other stuff. So I guess that comes back to your comment about the Nazis and things. So we've got about, we got about 10 minutes here, and I want to take on the rest of this. You had in your, your part three about Pizzagate – uh, mm-hmm. A conclusion that you drew about Marina Abramovic because we have we spent time kind of showing you know images some of these I don't really like showing um, yeah but and I know people don't like seeing them but it is a reality there that needs to be exposed and mm-hmm. uh, and they they need to be dealt with this is look this, let me make something clear some people say pornography is protected in the First Amendment they say this kind of stuff is what's protected in the First Amendment is free speech. And none of that is speech. That is something no. else. But when you get this stuff here, I, I just can't believe that we have the intel that we have the abilities in the quote unquote intelligence communities to mm-hmm. root this stuff out. And they they oh we can't find any connections. Oh we can't find anything. Oh we you know there's nothing to see here, and we yeah. see it all the time. Uh, so so what about what's the conclusion that you draw here from uh, Marina? Well, it's, it's pretty much what we've already discussed, Tim. She is a very shady person who has some very questionable um, you know, activity. Her art, what she calls art, her symbolism, basically, you know, suggests that she is, you know, she's she's part of some 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 organization, some very occult hidden practice. And when you link her with James Alafantes and Comet Ping Pong, and we go back to Kim Noble, who showed the child porn art and You've got the child-sized coffins. You've got the kill room. You've got James Elefantis threatening to kill people. You've got the John and Tony Podesta matching the e of Madeleine McCann. 
you know, this it soon becomes obvious these people are all connected. And one thing I forgot to show you in that interview, because I, I thought the hacker mentioned it at the beginning on the portion I asked you to play, but he didn't. But it is there for some people to go see. The hacker basically says that there was a hidden network connected to nine servers all around the world in London, in Berlin, in Washington, D.C., okay, where there was this hidden network where they can buy and sell children and torture porn. You know, this is this is demonic. This is the work of Satan. And um, I think this is why Pizzagate has been brushed under the rug because, as I've mentioned in other videos, this isn't just about James Elefantes. This isn't just about Marina Abramovich. This is about a global, possibly satanic, paedophile network which is targeting our children. And it is up to us to do something about it. Anyone listening to this radio show, anybody watching this video, you have a duty to share this document with everyone you know. And we have to make the change. You know, we elect the government to represent the people, not the corporations. We live in the matrix. We live in a world where our reality is completely different to what is going on in, in the real world. And we must make that change, Tim, because if enough people knew this information, they would rise up and they would demand a real investigation. That's what I'm, that's what I hope will, will come about. The more people that know not to sit back, you know, a lot of people are making mention of Q guys. I think Q is a psyop. I think it is there to get you to feel like somebody's doing something on your behalf. When you've got to be out there doing it, you've got to be out there pushing it. Um, You've got to be, you've got to be the person, the people you're the solution. This is what I've said before. You're the yes. solution, not Donald Trump, not Congress. You, you're the solution. And uh, yeah. they've said, uh, Kim was saying she wished she could take out uh, full page, you know, news ads to point people to this stuff so that it would rile the people up who, who haven't even heard of this. There, are, I'm sure there's plenty, millions of people here in America and even around the world who haven't even heard about any of this. Um, yeah. I, we even have people coming to the channel going, I, I haven't heard about this. And this has been out for some time now. So, yeah, yeah. The issue we have, Tim, is that, you know, the reason nobody knows about this or the reason not enough people know about it is because the governments all around the world, okay, have actively attacked anybody online speaking about this. They have removed countless videos with the evidence. People have even reported, um, you know, evidence going missing on hard drives. So anyone that put information on a hard drive, you know, whenever they put that USB stick in the computer, people have reported things going missing that way. Now, as far as I'm aware, nobody has put any information together as quite as extensive on Pizzagate as I have. You know, and I live in the UK, so I'm not even in the country where this is happening. So what I'm doing is I'm actively going around the UK, speaking in public, making people aware of my work, showing people what's going on. You know, I'm speaking with people all over the world. I'm starting to do more interviews. You're the first person I've spoke to in America. So we need to really branch this out. And this is why I created my work as a document, because documents spread quicker and they're a lot harder to censor. Once you release a document on the Internet, it's pretty much there forever. Whereas if you put a video up, it's very easy to take down, which is another reason I did what I did. So all I can do is urge people, if this is the first time people have tuned into this particular series on Petergate, go watch part one and part two on setting brush fires, the interview that I've done with Tim. 
download my document, which is all available on settingbrushfires.com and Sons of Liberty radio show, and go to my YouTube channel, Sean Speaks, S-E-A-N Speaks, and you can watch the full video. I've actually got six videos on Pizzagate. The video is just me, you know, talking you through the document, but it's I've got the expertise to fill in, fill in the blanks for anyone who wouldn't quite understand if they were just reading it. So all I can do is urge people to watch it, and we're going to have to come on again, Tim, and do one more show, I think, to round this all up. Um, you know, whenever you can have me on, if you'd like to do one more, because there's there's probably an, an, there's probably another two shows worth, but I'll be able to condense it into one and get this rounded up. Okay. All right. That sounds good. We'll try to set up for Thursday or Friday, depending on what gets filled first. And uh, we'll bring you back on to kind of wrap this up again, guys. I apologize for the, the flickering, the lags or whatever you've got. The connection with the server seems to be okay on my end, but whatever the, the server is from restream is kind of acting up. So it jumps way up high and then it'll drop down low right now. It's pretty stable. What I'm going to do is I'm going to re I'm going to upload. I'm going to keep this one up. I'll put the link to the new one. So if you want to share it, um, wait till later today. I'll have it up on uh, sonsoflibertymedia.com in the archives. We'll also include all of these PDFs again, like we did in the previous ones. The other two shows for, are from uh, Thursday and Friday with Sean. If you missed those, you want to check those out. And then these documents will be there at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Just scroll down uh, a little bit lower. You'll be able to go through them yourself. And you'll be ready again to uh, when we bring Sean back on, Lord willing, Thursday or Friday. And uh, I'll, I'll sort that out with you, Sean. Um, we're going to close out the show for today. Thank you guys for your support, for being here, Sean. You've been a great guest again, and uh, looking forward to having you back on Thursday or Friday, brother. Thank you, Tim, and thank you to anyone out there listening. I really appreciate your viewership, and I hope you all have a lovely day. All right, there goes Sean, and uh, guys, we'll see you back here tomorrow, 6 a.m. Don't forget, Bradley's on at 3 p.m. Eastern. Same bat time, same bat channel right here, and you can catch them on beforeitsnews.com, and we'll see you then at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Adios.